Welcome to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I'm your host, Chrissy Love. I believe in taking massive action to overcome life's biggest challenges because I know the rewards that lie on the other side. This show is a weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to help you level up in your life. Here's to a new you where your dedication, commitment, and staying true to yourself will make your wildest dreams come alive. Let's do this. On today's episode of the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast, we meet Patrice Vizio. Patrice is a personal brand and image coach to celebrities, entrepreneurs, and business leaders and authors. He and an author. He's been called a style interventionist because the changes he has his clients make impact all areas of their lives, often dramatically and unexpectedly. His step-by-step methodology and, and keynotes are learned from professional and personal experiences backed up with academic studies. His, choice, his style choices telegraphed our sense of self-worth, what we value, and the emotions that went into making them. Yet too many people go through life and career oblivious to what their appearance communicates. That's true. The focus of Patrice's message is authenticity. He's passionate about sharing his knowledge and life experience, helping his clients and audience to build their personal brands. Patrice is all about teaching goal-oriented dressing and getting your appearance to align with what you're trying to accomplish. His lifelong work and passion will transform your mindset, create the best version of you, and lead your career to the top. And he's here to tell us how he does it all. So let's welcome Patrice Bizio to the Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. Hello, Patrice. Bonjour. Bonjour. I love it. I love it. You know, I took French in school, in high school, because my mother's from Canada. She's my stepmother. She's French Canadian. And so uh-huh. I, can, I can understand French more than I can speak it. But yes, French is the language of love, the language of love. And so that's why I studied French, yes. Of course. If it's French, it's good for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're talking about so many great things about France, and I have to visit that amazing city. Absolutely. I have to. So whatever's going on in this world needs to stop because I need. I have a trip to plan, right? Okay. <laughs> so, Patrice, thanks for being on the show. I want to know more about you, your, your journey, your life story, how to become this famous brand and image coach that you are today. That's right. Yeah, because my journey is a little unusual from, you know, the traditional way. So it mm-hmm. started out in Paris, as you mentioned, I'm French mm-hmm. from there. And I was always fascinated by the idea of fashion, by how people were giving their personality throughout the signals they were setting up with what they were wearing. And then it went on also for architecture and art. And I would look around and start understanding that patterns of behavior and, and, and all the things you communicate throughout what it looks like is not just what it looks like, but it's what it feels like. So hair became the choice of craft and I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to be famous. I wanted to have, you know, I wanted to conquer the world and I wanted also to do good for the world. So it was kind of that mishmash of ideas in my head as a kid, as a teenager, 18 years old, I managed three hair salons in Paris for my boss for a big, big brand, a super high-end brand, and I want more. Of course, my boss cannot understand it because it's like, especially a country where everything is like, hey, if it's great and soft and smooth, you're good. Why would you just complicate your life? 
I want more. So my entrepreneurial spirit pushed me to say, if it's not with you, it'll be with someone else. All right. Now I'm moving to the U.S., to Miami, Harbor shops, to be precise, to open a store there, to open a salon. And a year later, I'm 19 and some change. And I'm like, you know, this is not going to work for me. I'm going to open my own business. So I opened my salon in a uh, five-star resort with spa and all. And I started discovering that I, now this is the base, but now more, more, more. So that's when I hired my PR in Beverly Hills because I said, now, you know, Hollywood has been a fascination of mine. I've read the Vogue, you know, cover to cover in People magazine when I was a kid. And in my grandma's house, she had this magazine about princesses and kings and queens. And I'm like, that's the life I want. That's where I'm going to aim one day. And of course, you know, usually people are like, you know, they try to break your dream. But I was like, no, I know my dream is here and it's going to happen. So now by helping me building my brand, she started putting me on the red carpet. So 13 years later of doing the Oscars and doing all the award shows and traveling with her for all of them. Now it started becoming clear to me that there was more in it for me to do. So as I was building this life, I was also very entrepreneurial, had several businesses, real estate, interior design and all that, because I wanted to conquer the world. I was very arrogant about my success. I was very driven, but to a point of obsession with money. Now, 2009 comes around and I lose everything, ends up in my car, owning a bunch of money to my friend because we were opening a business with my best friend who ended up really being the contrary of a best friend who made sure to take everything he could. All my businesses failed. I'm losing all the real estate. And now I have to reset the clock. And resetting the clock meant what is my vision, mission, and purpose. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're an inspiring speaker who wants to get paid to share your message with the world, then you want to be sure to attend the Sticker Shock Speaking Academy hosted on March the 11th through the 13th in San Antonio, Texas. For more information, contact me at Love at bcbeloved.com. Now back to this amazing interview. So from that, I'm like, all right, I have nothing to my name and I owe a big, big loan to my friend in Paris. Now what do I do? Oh, move to Beverly Hills, sit down with my PR and say, what do I do with this? Listen, hair has always been something you do amazingly. People trust you with it and they trust even more of you. Okay. And that's when I started realizing that now, instead of just helping people with the way, you know, their hair, obviously, then, of course, they started trusting me with, hey, you know, what should I wear? But what should I wear became the question of what do you want to say? What do you want to convey? Are you on the red carpet? Are you in front of the media? Maybe you're a CEO making an apology in front of the media. Other message is very different. What you're going to wear, your body posture, your voice pitch, everything about you is going to be completely different. And that's how I started saying, hmm, that's funny. You know, that's something unusual because people say, oh, my God, write a book about it. Write a book about it. Hmm. Keep on going until finally one day I'm watching this <laughs> wonderful, you know, reality TV and it's in New York. I don't have the audio. I just see the hot mess that I'm watching and I'm like, you know what? This is what the young girls of the world, that, that's what they are inspired by or that's the message they're telling them. Don't worry about fashion. Don't worry about what you communicate as long as you make money. I'm like, no, there is such thing as conveying the proper message. Now, I created the first book, Mind Your Hair. Mind Your Hair is the journey of every woman of the world that says, hey, one morning I get up, I don't feel good in my hair, don't feel good in my life, I'm changing my hair, changing my life, the deal is done. Well, 
that kind of premise is never conducive to success because the day after it's going to be like <gasps> my hair and my color and what did I do? I feel horrible. I look horrible. Now that's the seven steps. The book is the seven steps of, you know, going through a hair makeover successfully. But more importantly, it started getting me to understand what I was doing. And then I got signed up by a keynote agent in New York to say, oh, my God, you're going to be great at doing self-empowerment, self-development, talking about the appearance from the inside out, beauty from mm -hmm. the inside out. And that's where everything just like exploded in my head to be like, oh, that's my gift. That is my vision, mission and purpose. Now starting mentoring high school girls in Astoria, New York, starting giving my time on some of the young ones but also being paid for helping women and helping them to empower themselves. I'm like, oh, wow, this is pretty cool. Like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm love, I love doing what I'm doing and I get dressed up for it and I get paid for it, but I, I help and I transform and change lives like a superhero, which is always something I was looking at. The model heroes was always to me like a model, like you go and you save the world. Now, five years after, my Your Impact Style Intervention is the book, that you just received is now the new part of my legacy. It's the new part of me saying to everyone in the world, gender, uh, you know, neutral conversation, what you wear, what you choose to wear, what you say is actually your brand. Because what is branding? Branding is about you. Branding is the emotion of you. Branding is the core of what you have to offer this world. And the way you are appearing right here, right now is giving the other person across your life story. So oh, you wow, want to come in properly, exactly, and by all the signals you have picked to wear. Well, now that's telling me, yep, got it, because it takes a nanosecond for a human being, and now the whole, you have five seconds to make a great impression. I don't know. No, no, no. I've done a lot of study on the medical side of that. You have a nanosecond. Literally, it's a immediate ignition. A nanosecond. In the a nanosecond. Exactly. You it's not what you wear. It's what you portray. That's it. Or what you embody, your presence. That's right. So mm. that's me 20 years later. Wow. I, I absolutely love it. You know, I, I went to Hollywood when I was young. I wanted to be a movie star. I didn't make it, so I commend you for making it because I did try. But I actually love that, you know, just being amongst the fashion industry, fashion entertainment. And back then, things were a little different. People really embodied fashion. Now, when you watch TV, like you're saying, people can look perfect, but it's all within. It's all within. You can have that actually perfect appearance, but if you don't have that presence, you don't have that confidence. If you don't uh, wear your clothes as if they, as if you own it and, and work a room as if you own it, then it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter. If you have low self-confidence about yourself, low self-confidence about what you're wearing, that, that doesn't portray the image that you want to portray. And so I love your unique pitch, unique you know, selling proposition that you use in order to help people to shine within themselves. And like you said, be more authentic, authentic. You know, I have an online TV show and I was thinking about, you know, what should I wear, all these things, but that's not me. This is me, right? And the things that I'm saying, how I say it, the confidence that I portray and bring out, that's the message that my listeners want to hear. So I love that you found that, even with all the research and, and experience that you have, that's what you found. That's what people need. That's definitely what people need. So I, yes, I love yeah. that you said, no, did, you, did you say that your, your grandmother worked with the Oscars? 
No, 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 no. My grandma had this magazine and it was called Point de Image. And Point de Image was about the life of all the rich and famous, but not just the rich and famous, actually. It was very about uh, kings and queens and princesses and really like the, the, the society of France. That, that's what it was about. So that was part of my inspiration, especially as a kid, because I was bullied, you know, severely at school. And, the, and my father was not exactly an example of love either. So it was my getaway. It was my portal to saying, mm. wow, you know, it was my dream thing and Vogue and everything. And then I say one day, I was very clear when actually that magazine at my grandma's house, I was like, oh, I'll be there one day. I'll be in those parties. I'll be wearing the tux that this guy is wearing. And I'll meet this lady who's dripping on the diamonds and it's going to be part of my life. I want to take a quick break to thank all our listeners, contributors, and give a shout out to Mintwave Radio for promoting our show in Scotland, the UK, and around the globe. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, or if you are an entrepreneur looking to enhance your communication and connection skills as a leader, contact me at bcnbelove.com forward slash contact. I love that you say that. And I, and I like that you said you come, you come across with a very arrogant boldness, but with the utmost confidence that I'm going to make this happen and you do it. Now, a lot of people do not have that skill. A lot of people do not have that trait. So what would you say to someone who wants to be that kind of person, wants to boldly express themselves and, and put their mind and say, hey, I want to do something that actually does it. And without caring what anybody says, like you were saying, the naysayers, people who try to put you down, but say, no, this is me. This is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it. Well, you see, there are two components to your question. The first one is society is telling you, be yourself, embrace yourself, love yourself. And now you decide one day, all right, I'm going to do that. You come out, and especially, you know, like you, you're public, you're on social media. And suddenly you're like, well, what were you thinking? What are you wearing? You look this, you look that. Suddenly it's like, you know, a seashell back in the shell to hide. Now, the second part of it is saying everything is a step-by-step process because the world of us as a winner today is everything should be fast and faster. I want to lose weight. Oh, there's this pill. Oh, lipo. Yeah, I mean, it could help you, and that's great. But, you know, you're not going to just go by magic doing that. You want to be an athlete where you're going to have to walk before you run. Same thing with self-confidence. It's a step-by-step process. So, you see, coming to the U.S. for me was an enormous gift from the universe, from God, from, from whatever faith you have, because that got me to almost give me, at a young age, a second start. It was really, I was born here to a degree of emotion. And by having starting people recognizing my talent or say, Ooh, you're so handsome. You know, and I was, I used to think there were, you are so handsome, Patrice. You are so handsome. Oh, baby, talk to daddy. Daddy likes it. So, but it was, it it was really about that. It was about saying, Oh, wow, I do own my space. Actually, I'm worthy of it. I'm, I'm worth the space I occupy on this planet. And if I occupy it with my talent, and then I can start occupying it with maybe helping others. But for that first, I'm going to have to love myself, which was a super long process. And it's also why, because I was so insecure that I was so arrogant about my success, because I, I knew and on some occasion, some of my friends were like, you need to chill it down a little because, you know, by the age 22, I'm driving the Jaguar. I own my house. I'm like, I'm it. I am understanding how to be a millionaire 
before 430. But in the process, I didn't do the process. So by losing everything, that was really what got me on my real journey on what is love to myself, how to enjoy myself. Because now, instead of saying, all right, I got everything I need to rebuild, I thought I'm a loser. Look at me. I'm in my car. What is wrong with me? So all kind of dark ideas came to me until realizing what is wrong with me. Kids are in you know wheelchairs. Ethiopia is hungry. And I'm doing my own drama in my own head just because I lost all my money. So what? I didn't lose my limbs and I didn't lose my passion. I didn't lose all my career. I have all that background and I Google, I'm, I'm searchable because I've worked with so many celebrities. So enough. And that's really when my rebirth was really like clear. My authenticity yeah. finally came out. I started feeling so good in my skin that I really realized I really don't care now what people think and say about me because that's who I am. So you're going to have a group of people in a larger group than 50%, believe me, that are not going to like you or maybe hate you. But the one that are okay with you, who you are, in fact, love you, is enough to build a community and to go forward with it. Love that. <clears throat> Over 50 people are not going to support you. But I like how you put that in perspective. You know, a lot of people think that, oh, you know, I'm not doing that and complaining. I'm not that, you know, like, oh, I don't have what she has. But look at the world. I mean, if you live in America, especially, you are privileged. I don't care if you do live in your car or under a bridge, you are still privileged. If you have all your limbs, if you have food to eat, which I used to feed the homeless in LA. And I remember the police stopping me and saying that, giving me a letter saying, I used to feed and minister to them. But he said that no one in America has ever died of hunger. We have an abundance of food. And that right there just touched my heart to say, wow, even if you are homeless, you have food to eat. eat. Yes. And, if, and if you have, that's more than most, what, 30%, nine, maybe 70% of the countries in the world. Yes, even the U.S., we forget that it's the miseries of our door. You see, I gave myself this incredible gift during COVID when I decided I was done with living in L.A. and I was going to relocate. I did a cross-country trip for three weeks, and I went from, uh, literally, symbolically, I wanted to take Route 66 well, as far as I could go because I was going to Florida. So I took Route 66, which is really uh, Route 40 now, from Santa Monica, from the pier, all the way to Oklahoma City, and then I went down. And you see throughout just even that journey where we think, of course, I'm used to all my metropolitan cities. I'm used to, you know, and New York and L.A. And, and, you know, and uh, greater and grander. And all my, my clients' homes are, you know, 30, 40, 50 million dollars. And there is a moment where I have to remind myself this is a reality. This is the reality of what I've created for my life. But this isn't the world as it is. And driving through all those states, the desert, that was fascinating to me but also realizing people live in those things. It's brutal. It was summer. It's over 100 degrees. I'm in my air conditioning SUV. Meanwhile, those people are living in, I mean, some of the homes were made out of metal. I'm like, mm. how can they even sleep at night? So that's where you realize, like two days ago, I got out of the plane, got on the shuttle to get to my car. And what do I see? This little kid, seven, eight years old, in a wheelchair, all skinny, and I'm like, ah, when I, you know, got my little drama because on occasion the drama, drama. takes over. Right, right. This kid that probably would take my life in, and even you know, being a lot older, but say, yeah, all right, I'll take his life, and I could switch with him. 
And that's really where we need to do the gratitude process. That's something I have to learn every morning. Yes, I'm breathing. I'm healthy. I do what I love. I can, like you say, I can eat. I can take my car. I travel extensively first class. I'm lucky. It's, yes, the life I built, but it's also what I have to enjoy and yeah, the gratitude and the, mm. the, the, the moment, the present moment to enjoy that because that's the only foundation we have in life. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. And people really chase money so much that they forget who they are and to be grateful for what they have. Now, as my life elevated, you know, now over the years, I remember driving up the coast, you know, to take a vacation. I, I had two days off from work and I drove up PCH as far as I could go. I had no money for a hotel except for my car. There you go. You know, now I have luxuries to go on vacation a couple of times a year. And, but I remember where I used to be, where I came from. And that allows me to continue to stay hum- humble as I continue to rise and grow. And just, like I said, put everything into perspective. And now, Patrice, can you give our listeners three tips, three tips on how they can use, I guess, personal brand, You've just given so many tips already, but our style to really portray their authentic, 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 yes. It happens to me on occasion. Is everybody different? I mean, like no one would wear the same thing that I have on, right? This is just unique for me, right? That's it. So really what it is, the first tip is, all right, you need to be yourself. Ooh, that's a big question. How, how do I do that? Like how do you build your brand? So. The first part that's super important is knowing where you start. What is your vision? How do you see yourself? Mood board. So what is a mood board? A mood board is something we do in fashion. Mood board is when, you know, the team has been decided as the, you know, the photographer, the hairstylist, the makeup artist, the wardrobe stylist, what design we're going to use. Now it's time to say, all right, what are we saying on that billboard, in that commercial? Is it TV? Is it paper print? What is it going to be? Now is the message for girls, for young girls, older girls. So you start narrowing your market until being extremely precise the way you do, for instance, with your podcast, you have to identify who you're speaking to. Same thing here. A mood board is to saying, oh, yeah, yeah, all right. We want the girl. She's active. She lives in New York. She's grinding every day, but she's really cool. And then we got the pattern going. So how does that look like in one shot, one photo that's going to give us the outfit, the hair, the mood, the light. Is it is it fall? Is it bright summer? Is the light super minimalist and crisp, Felix Star crisp? Or is it soft and moody, like the old David Hamilton? Now, we decide of doing that. Why is it a mood board for you now? You're not in fashion? No, but the principle is the same. You want to really understand your brand? You want to understand who you are and how to start? You collect images, all right. And I'm not saying mm. you know Pinterest is a great way, but I'm not a digital guy because digital is too fast for the brain, and the brain was never built for all that 5G business. We are creature of we are visual creature. We are re, we are reactive beings, and that is important in the process of it to take your time. So the first tip that mood board collect hundred images. From any magazine. Oh, love, love, okay. love the makeup, love the outfit. Oh, love the mood, love, love the overall. I don't know what it is about it. It could even be architecture. Now, those are her images become 50, 25, until you, mm. three, you go down to three. 
And L3 only is not just a, a great spiritual number energetically, but it's three is a great way to see how precise and focused you are in your mind. Because if the girl is blonde and soft curls and it's summer and you know the wind is blowing softly, now the girl has a ponytail, she's dark hair, and she's really cool and career girl, and then the edgy punk girl from London underground. Now it's like, ooh, okay, my vision is not really so great. But now if you start realizing, oh, the girls are actually all blonde. Oh, then, okay. Um, oh, I like more the flowery pattern. Okay. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that actually I really love that. Why do I turn down flowers? And then that's when the inner journey starts going because it's like, oh, yeah, but maybe people are going to think if I wear flowers, I want to look too young, and, you know, and then so you lose your authenticity because now you're thinking of what society is going to react for you instead of you reacting for yourself. So those three pictures are going to help you greatly to do your beginning of how to build your brand. Step number two, paper and pen. Why? Old fashioned, old school. When you write something down, what happened? The idea ignites from the brain, yes. goes down your arm, and now by writing it down, and now you actually mechanically doing something, and now the eyes are picking up on the words that are coming. Now those words are read by the eyes, send the information back to the brain, and now the neural system is speaking with the brain, saying, oh, oh, I didn't realize I had that in me. Now, the exercise is what? A page, a line in the middle, one column to the left, and one to the right. Now, three words that will define who you are. And not like sweet and kind and gentle. Mm -mm -mm. Girls of the world, think of it very thoroughly. You want three words that really represent who you are. Now, you're going to take next door to the, the, the person, the mentor, the, the example for you that you feel. Maybe it's Oprah. Huh? Maybe it's Richard Branson. Maybe whoever it is for their quality because you connect emotionally with their message, with their vision, mission, and purpose. And now you start realizing now you have three words for each of them, for yourself and for that mentor you have that you follow the podcast, the YouTube channel, whatever it is. And now you start saying, huh, okay, that's not me or that's me. Because now those three words often are extremely different. So it's like, oh, but that's really my inspiration, but I'm this. So how do I get from here to there? Step number three, why don't you walk in your closet? Your emotional vault, you are actually fearing so much because that's the thing. It's the place of pleasure, but it's the pleasure. It's really the pleasure with the pain because the clothing is attached to an idea, an emotion, a memory, a souvenir, something that either is really great or really painful. You cannot let go of it. Now you go with those three words of that inspirational thing mm -hmm. and say, what matches in here? Oh, this is when I was skinny. Oh, this was that best date ever. But uh, that ended up really badly. But uh, that was so expensive. Uh, oh, yeah, this was, yeah. Oh, I bought it. I was depressed, yeah. Yeah, but it's really good. All right, I'll wear it one day. And now those three words, suddenly you realize they are not congruent with any of that closet because now those three words are like, oh, yeah, it's very, I mean, what I have here doesn't really look like those three adjectives. And these are the three best tips I can give you to really get the understand that brand starts when you get ready in the morning that's your brand. Wow. 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 Those tips were absolutely amazing. Some of them I naturally already do, but 
and, and no one's ever put it that way before. And just simple. Yes, it's simple. It is true. It's true. Deep, you know, because now you're gonna I, dig I, it. Yeah, I drink. love it. I love it. That definitely helps me because I do a lot of stage speaking as well. And so I have my mm-hmm. outfits for my you know stage performances and then outfits that I wear for you know TV or podcasting or I don't know, Facebook lives or whatever, social media, which is totally a little totally different, but more natural me. Um, But I I love it. And I think that's going to help a lot of a lot of people um, to create their own personal brand. Okay, it's not that hard. You know, I I thought it was gonna be so difficult. But it's not that hard. That's what it is. We have complicated things in life. I mean, the world is complicating everything. But you see, I was actually mentoring three kids right now, three college kids, you know, on mm-hmm. my own time. And one of them was saying, you know, you make things so simple. He said that to me last night. I, I had a, a session late at night because that's the only time we could kind of make it together. But it was great to hear. He's like, oh, my God, because you say it in such a simple way and it looks so complicated from the outside. And I'm walking into the process of it. And it's a step by step that I can totally apply. And that's what it is. Branding is not so crazy of oh my God, the brand, be my brand, show your brand, build your brand. And it, this word is like, everybody's using it. It's like the cloud. I mean, what is the cloud? Like when it just happened, it was like, the cloud? The cloud, what's the cloud? You know, and that's this mystery that I want to really unveil and say, no, no, actually, you know what? You're doing it every morning without knowing. The way right. you it, that yes. is your brand. The way you feel about yourself. You look at that mirror, you hate that mirror. Tell me how that's going to work. You're going to pitch that client of your life. Maybe it's the biggest country. I mean, the biggest contract ever you're going to have. And suddenly, but you're not feeling good with yourself. But what do you think you're going to do in front of that person? Law of attraction. That person is going to pick up on your energy. That deal is not happening. So all those processes are part of what you do with building your brand. I want to get real with you really quick. Uh, What do you say to people who just pretty much wake up out of bed, I call it looking like a wet rag doll um, and just go to work. Okay. What do you say to someone like that who has aspirations on being a leader, who has aspirations of being, getting a promotion one day? What do you say to them to help them to kind of understand and realize that, Hey, you have to show up like the person that you want to become and make the effort (laughs) To, yeah. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. No. I, I, you know. Yeah. They gave me the list, and then it's like, oh yeah, but it's just me. Yeah. Well, I have two words for you. No, not the two words you could think of. Nor happy birthday. It's good luck. Good luck with that, because if you are so mindful of this message, I mean, the, the way you're putting yourself together, that's the mindset you're gonna offer the world. Okay. Again, we are reactive beings. We are seventy-five percent made out of water, meaning. We're like, you know, it's like a bowl of water. If you play music, if you play classical music next to that bowl of water, it's going to be a soft ripple. Now you're playing hard rock and the water is just going to go, go, go. Well, essentially you're rock and roll, but for all the wrong reasons, because the message is not aligned with who you are. You want to emulate leadership, commanding presence, authority. You look like, what just happened? Did you roll out of bed? How do I put the credit to you because now the energy I'm receiving as a reactive being is, ooh, yeah, no, I don't think I'm going to trust you with my money because brand is emotion, but the brand ignites the trust. And anything you do, you go to a, a date because it's a very relatable example. People think, you know, you have to think of a million dollar contract. No, 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 go on a date. Now, you're all out of bed. Oh, yeah, okay, fine, I'll go, you know, and then it's like, okay, but where is the 
Where's the idea of what you're going to present the other person? How the other person is going to understand clearly who you are if you are not aligned with yourself? I'd like to know how the conversation is going to go because it means if you didn't put any effort into it, how much effort mm -hmm. are you going to put into a relationship? So therefore, I cannot trust you because you don't seem like you're ready for it or you don't even seem to care. Same thing with work, same thing with family, same thing with friends. You know, there is this process of showing up as you and making it like saying, yeah, that is the best version of me. Now, if you don't like it, that's a different story. But I know when I left home, I was integral to my mind, uh, my mindset, my uh, branding is intention, branding is purpose. Now I'm full on aligned with my purpose and my emotions and my appearance are beautiful together. And the alignment equals what I look like right now. Oh, I love it. I was thinking of something to tell my, my clients. Usually I say this, show up. You must show up. But you have really broken down in a simplified way, of course, on why they need to make the effort to become in alignment to the things that they want. And that goes with every area of your life. Get up, do the work and show up. Okay, spiritually, it's spiritually, it's uh, personal development is included in your diet. We talked about that as well. Your diet plays a huge part of how you eat. It plays a huge part in your emotion, in your, in your energy level and being able to um, have the energy and vitality to do the things that you do. I know you travel all over the world, but I mean, there's a lot of things that goes into that. You know, someone who has an awful diet, who, who has no energy to wake up, who doesn't take care of themselves, cannot do that. You're a super overachiever because you put everything in place to make that happen. Now, uh, before I let you go, I want you to talk a little bit more about this book that you have coming out and how can people find you? Oh, easy. So there are two ways. You can just go on my website and it's still on pre-sale for another week and a half before it hits Amazon. And it's at imageimpactindex.com. So there you're going to start seeing a lot of things. In fact, you know, we, we've been building a lot of content. And every segment is going to be each chapter of the book that every month is going to discover and unveil videos, tips and tricks, a lot of good stuff. And then if you have a question, because I'm all about community, I'm very community driven. I'm here to really seriously serve others. And Oprah was definitely for me one of the person that resonated with me in her message of that, of saying, hey, you know what? You can be you can be larger than life, but not because you have a lot of money and you're a billionaire, just helping others. So questions, you can either go on my Facebook and I have always, I'm posting kind of my journey and my life and everything in between, or more personally branding related questions are at info at drpatrice.com. That's the email you can go to, send me. I promise you, you will get an answer. And as fast as possible, I usually try to be good with within two or three days. You will get your answer maybe sooner. If maybe I travel, I have a little more time on the plane or whatever. But that's how I communicate with everyone. So don't hesitate. I'm here for you. Info at talktopatrice.com. I will answer your questions. And if you want to buy the book, imageimpactindex.com, that's where you're going to buy it and participate to my giveaway, which is a session with me for free on helping you to start Ignite How to Build Your Brand. 
Listeners, I hope you're listening up. You get a session with Patrice, all right? The style inter- in- interventionist, which is absolutely great, great, great. I know I'm going to be signing up for sure. I'm trying to get off of this, but um, that's amazing. Patrice, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to ask you one more question. I know I've asked yes. you quite a few, but what is lighting you up these days? What's lighting you up? Uh, you know, I'm always somewhere, like I told you, you know, I was twice Europe and Dubai last month, this month was travel, yes. Day, you know, and, yeah. But you know, it's my passion. I really enjoy my life. I really do. Like, you know, and that's why people often think I'm on drugs. Okay. I mean, uh, more sorry to them to think that We're way. High on life, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm high on life. I mean, you know, I said I actually a lot, and a week ago, one of my friends said, yeah, from the outside, you kind of look like me. You're thinking a little something, you know? And I'm like, yeah, well, that's fine. That's what people want to think. There's nothing I can do about it. I love what I do, and I and I enjoy it. I've learned that it's oh, that that is so great. I have a great life. So what do I mean? I, I remember, like, walking down Dubai last month being like, oh, my God, this is so cool. This is a place I always wanted to come. And now with the book and the book launch, because there was some... Uh, book signing events and everything. I'm like, oh my God, I'm living my dream. I'm living the dream I always wanted to be part of. Wow. That to me is amazing. That is amazing. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Bye-bye. Well, thank you again for being on a Be Loved, Be Seen, Be Loved podcast. I truly enjoyed you, Patrice. Thank you. I enjoyed being here. Anytime. Let's do it again. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm ready for it. Yes. <laughs>